0: Have you guys ever been to a movie, it's like the third movie. <laughs> okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Okay, hey, well, you guys, okay, you've been to a movie, but have you ever been to a movie where it's the third one of the series and you haven't seen the previous two, so you're going into this movie kind of blind, and you get into the movie and you're just, you have no idea what's going on, and you're kind of like, well, who's this guy? Who's that guy? And then pretty soon, the person you're going with is just, they just want to deck you and tell you to, to be quiet, and, and so do other people in, in the, in the uh, theater. So you, you kind of needed a crash course, a crash test course of what was going to happen, and you needed the, the background information of the other two movies. You kind of wish like that was, that was the way it was for life, right? There's many things in life that we wish we had a crash, to- crash course for. One of those, probably the most common area, is, is the area of dating. That's what we're going to be talking about. Or if we just sit down with someone who would just tell us, this is what you need to know. This is what you need to focus on in that relationship. You need to be sure that you don't let, let purity go too far. That you don't do this. You don't say that. You don't, when she asks you if you look fat, if she looks fat in something, you just don't answer. There's no right or wrong answer in that. We would be set up for success. That, that relationship would last, we feel like. There may be other areas where this is, more true, but relationships is huge. And every, every year we have a, a Q&A time, especially at fall retreat. Um, normally we have one this second semester too. The majority of the questions we get are about dating relationships, about advice. How do I handle being single? How do I know he's the one? And so this, this series we're going to be going over the next three weeks is awesome. There's going to be a lot of crucial information. We're not going to do the typical series, which like. You need to break up with your girlfriend. You're too young. You need to this. You need to do that. You need to, I don't know, whatever it is. It's, it's going to be a lot of practical advice, practical biblical advice, because we feel like, I don't know, I think a lot of high school students think that, oh, there's nothing in the Bible that pertains to dating. Well, you've never read Song of Solomon. And if you do read it, uh, ask your mom later. You don't, don't go to us about it. Or ask a leader. So there's a lot of good stuff, and tonight is what's on the inside, that that sort of stuff. So you guys, you all have the Internet on your phones, at home, at school, wherever you go. It's easy to get the Internet and that accessibility. It's easy to go and find out what some celebrities, what athletes, what these people that are famous are doing. You want to know what Ryan Gosling Gosling does to to get huge and get that stinking 40-pack he has, whatever it is? You can go and find it out. You want to know what Beyonce wore while she was walking her dog? There's hundreds of pictures posted right after she does it. You want to know what Justin Bieber did, what, is, what the content of his saliva was when he spit on those fans? You can probably figure that out too. There's so many things that we can find out with the, in, with the internet because of, of people.com, TMZ, uh, e-news, all those things. We see these celebrities. That's kind of all we do is we just see them. But From the information we can get on, on the internet posted, we feel like we know them feel like we can connect with them, the things that they do. You guys from my generation, everyone, every girl knew exactly what every guy in Backstreet Boys liked. I'm sure 95% of you girls in here know exactly what Justin Bieber likes and what he wants. Right? No? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But you feel like you know them. And so, and so when they, they do things that you don't agree with that are, that are bad, you feel like you're betrayed. Like Richard Sherman. I don't know if you guys know him. He's the cornerback for the Seahawks. He was my boy. I mean, we talked all the time. And then he, he got really cocky, and I called him up. I was like, bro, if you don't win that Super Bowl, I'm done. You, don't talk to me anymore. But he won it, so we're good. We're on good terms now. But he betrayed me. I felt like, man, I don't even know this guy anymore. Why did he do this? He was a Stanford graduate. He's a good man, good football player, and now he's just he's being cocky and telling these people that he's better at life than them and all those sorts of crazy things. So maybe you guys feel like that. You guys heard Michael Jordan Greatest basketball player to ever live, ever live. Probably greatest to ever will live. Even more than LeBron, I don't know. I guess we're still seeing on that one. But anyway, he, he had a baby out of wedlock. He got a girl pregnant, and, and he kind of asked the media to, to keep it on the down low. And they did, they did, did a good job on it. But some people felt betrayed. Uh, Justin Bieber, all these girls thought he was just the cutest little boy and pinches cute little cheeks, and then all of a sudden, he's tatted up and doing weed and going to get deported soon, sounds like, maybe. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus was on a funny Disney Channel show, and then all of a sudden, somebody beat her with the ugly stick, and you're like, whoa, hey what's up, Macklemore, how you doing, oh, that's Miley, oh, you know, it, it's crazy, it's crazy how some people can turn, Michael Vick, Michael Vick, I loved playing him on Madden, because he was a fast quarterback, I love being quarterback, um, so I was always him, and then I, I'm, I'm obsessed with dogs. If you guys want to know something about me, my very first girlfriend I ever had was a dog. I mean, that's how much I like those, I, I like dogs. And then I find out that he, he's like basically a dog killer. Yeah, I'm a little bitter. Don't appreciate that, Mike. I heard he might be a believer now. I don't know. God's forgiven him. I have to too, eventually. Um, so you, you see these athletes and these celebrities doing all this charity work. They're going out. They're going to these charity events. They're, they're being nice to all these kids and, and donating money here, donating money there. And you feel like they have a good reputation. They feel like they're doing, they're doing good things with their time, with their money. And then the very next weekend, the headlines are Richard Sherman has a DUI. He, he doesn't. But something along those lines. Justin Bieber's getting deported. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Uh, those sorts of things. You guys are just... You're betrayed. You feel like you knew them, and the reality is you don't, and the reality is that they're not everything they, they shaped up to be on the in, inside. I think that's a lot. I think it's that way for a lot of us. Um, this thing kind of happens in, in real life, right, And in, a, in the area of relationships. What you see on the outside is not, a, not, what always, what, bleh, not what you always get on the inside. We think we haven't figured out, you know, what makes them tick, what makes them go how many cups of coffee they need in the morning. All we really know is what they look like. Everything else is just stuff we've projected on them. Things we would like to be true about them. And it could be that this happens more in the area of dating than any other area. And I'm guilty of this. I'm going to get more into this a little bit later, deep into my own personal life, story time with Ben, uh, that sort of stuff. But I'm going to get into that a little bit later. But what we want, what we see, what we find so attractive in a person to be a reflection of the entire person, okay? And when it isn't, it can be painful. So I bet a lot of you guys have created the ideal person. Guys, you want that girl with with those crystal blue eyes, that amazing smile, Brazilian model, whatever it is. You want that. Girls, you want the tall, dark, and handsome guy, or uh, Ryan Gosling, you just want him, okay? Uh, You just want a buff guy, those sorts of things, and and you should put him up on this pedestal where they're up here, and they're probably really respectful of their mom. They probably love Jesus. They probably hardly ever sin. And so when you get to know him and you find that things aren't true, all of a sudden things change. Guys, those those eyes, they're not really what they shaped up to be. You just they kind of seem like there's a lot of pain in them. Ladies, that tall, dark, and handsome, he's not really that tall. He's not really that tall. Guys, that smile that she has all of a sudden just seems forced. And all of a sudden she's clear down here. And you don't, know, you don't know why. You can't figure it out. But all these things aren't what they shaped up to be. You don't, you don't get what you signed up for, what you thought you signed up for. So you put them on that pedestal and the reality is nothing like what the outside led you to believe. You discover the hard way that the good looks don't always make you attractive. What you see is not always what you get. And that can be painful. When it comes to a lot of things, it can be painful that way, but especially in the area of relationships, because you pour your heart into these people. You give them your love and your care and your support and all these things. Some people are, are not who they pretend to be, like these celebrities. I mean, some of them are. Some of them are really good people. In fact, I watched a video today, Matt Damon. He's a solid guy. I've never heard anything bad about him. He's signing autographs, doing all these pictures, thanking people for all the support, everything. There's good people out there, obviously. But this is a lesson we don't learn very easily. It, it goes over and over and over again. Maybe not in our life, but in everyone's life. So we, we may not voice it aloud or admit it very willingly, but there's something inside of us that thinks that when it comes to relationships, if, if he's hot, if she's a good-looking girl, that the rest is just going to fall into place. The rest is going to be easy going, easy sailing, and you'll be hooked up for life. Put a ring on it. Good looks convince us one thing may be true when the opposite is actually the truth. I'm going to stop right here for a little bit uh, before I go on. I, I don't want you guys to tune me out. I sat in your seat before not too long ago as a high schooler. Um, as soon as someone says, as soon as someone told me and taught on this, like, hey, what what's on the outside doesn't matter. What's on the inside is what really matters. Like, boom, I'm gone. I'm thinking about other stuff. I don't care. You can tell me that all you want. I know that. But that's not what I'm saying, guys. I'm not going to tell you to break up tonight. I'm not going to tell you that, hey. You need to break up with your girl no matter what, because I know anytime, especially my experience, I don't know about Brad's, but anytime anyone asks me about the series that we're doing, I said, oh, it's on our relationships. they are like, oh, great. Looks like I'm going to be single next week. That's not what this is about. I'm not going to tell you guys to to break up. I'm going to tell you what's what's going to last. I'm going to show you what's going to last. If your partner, if you're Male or woman, if they get beat with the ugly stick like Miley Cyrus did, is is that personality, is their heart, is their, their desire for life, is that gonna keep you around or are you gonna leave? What are you most attracted to? What are you gonna go for? It's good to be attracted to someone. My top three things, this is my personal opinion, um, one is faith. They got to be a believer, obviously. They got to love God. They got to love Jesus, serve Him, that sort of stuff. Number two is how they treat you and what's on the inside their personality, their, their integrity, their character, how they love and care for you. And number three is, is physical appearance. Yeah, it's important to be attracted to the person you're dating or you marry because if you're not attracted to them, you're going to run into many other problems. Like if she asks you if she looks fat, you might say yes. No bueno. So it is, it is very important to be attracted to the person that you're dating. I'm not, I'm not going to avoid that. It is important, and it is important to look good because we're commanded biblically to take care of our bodies. So I'm not, I'm not taking away from any of that tonight. I'm just going to try to emulate what a good relationship would be and, and what a good person would be. So the book of Proverbs is where we're going to be tonight. It's considered uh, to be one of the wisdom books of the Bible. It's filled with lots of, of good advice, not necessarily um, promises or hard, fast Facts, but there is a lot of, of helpful hints and, and warnings in it. I think that um, if ancient Israel had an advice column, this this book would be in there—the Book of Proverbs. Um, so the author of most of the book is King Solomon, the wisest man to ever live. So remember road signs—the very first series we did this year, the school year. Um, I talked on King Solomon. And I said if if the greatest athlete of your sport came to you, if the greatest musician of your instrument came to you and said, hey, you are doing this wrong. You need to fix this. Would you listen to him? Oh, yeah. So if the wisest man to ever live is telling you things, would you listen to him? Yeah, it's probably pretty pretty important to do that. So he starts by saying, Proverbs 5, 1 to 5, turn there with me if you would. He opens the book, spending several chapters chapters on the idea of wisdom, why it matters, why we should pursue it. Why wisdom is such a big game changer in our lives. And then he heads into several chapters full of warnings, addressing various things, and he refers to uh, his audience as my son. It's not necessarily mean, meaning he is speaking to one of his sons, but the next generation. Okay? So 5, 1 to 5. He says this, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen well to my words of insight, that you may maintain discretion, and your lips may preserve discretion, and your lips may preserve knowledge. For the lips of an adulteress drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as gall, sharp as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. Well, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Man, you're telling me, my girl, even though she's good-looking, she's going to kill me? Girls always kill you, men, okay? Just know that. I'm kidding. Uh, But you can be honest with that. I I mean, that seems like it's pretty grotesque. It's that's, that's pretty like brutally harsh kind of thing. Um, it's a little extreme, and chances are you aren't exactly pursuing an adulteress, right? You aren't exactly going for the lady on the corner. Um, so let's try to break it down a little bit. An adulteress in, in this context, in this time, um, normally meant a stranger, okay? So Solomon is talking about a stranger. I mean, though she seems, she seems amazing and, and awesome and she's beautiful, that sort of stuff, you don't really know who she is on the inside. So the fantasy of who this this woman is, the picture of who this woman is, isn't necessarily the reality. That's not to say that there's no good-looking Christian girl. No. I'm dating one right now. But that's not that's not what I'm saying. You need to be careful. You need to, that's why we're saying tonight you need to be focused on what's inside instead of just the outside. Because then you're gonna end up in a mess. You're gonna find yourself in a mess, and it's gonna be crazy, and you're gonna be an emotional wreck. Guys, you will cry. That's never good, because then you lose man cards, and that's never good either, and all these different things. And, and the reason was because you fell for what you saw. You bought into what you heard. You bought into what you, you thought you saw, what you wanted. And that's not what the reality was. In the last chapter of Proverbs, turn there, thirty-one. Proverbs 31. King Lemuel is, is believed to be the writer of this chapter. Proverbs 31.30. Most of you have probably heard this. It says this, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. What we see on the outside while, while appealing, that doesn't last. We have to actually work at making sure that we don't end up dating people who we're only attracted to because what we see on the outside. We, we, can't, we can't do that. We actually have to work at that. It's going to be hard. It always is. Because the truth is, beauty and attractiveness and good looks, good body, all that stuff, can only carry relationships so far. And when the reality of what a person is really like begins to surface, begins to come up and come out, you may end up dealing with with a lot more hurt and pain than what you originally wanted or what you originally thought. And and this was me. I'm so guilty of this. Um, I I fell for a girl once in my past, and it was only because of of her attractiveness. And there's a lot of things that I knew weren't good, but I still dated her. Okay, again, I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Um, but the sentiment both Solomon and Lemuel are expressing is, is very interesting because both these men were men of power. Both these men, if they saw a good-looking girl, they're like, I want her, and boom, your wish is my command. They have her. Anything they wanted, they, they could have. Some people are not who they pretend to be. The reality is nothing is nothing like what the outside led you to believe. You discover the hard way that good looks don't always make you attractive, and what you see is not always what you get. So The Velveteen Rabbit, have you guys ever, ever heard that book? Yes. A couple of people. I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily remember it. I remember reading it as a kid. I hated it. Oh my goodness. It was kind of a boring book, but my sisters loved it. Um, so there's a rabbit, and the rabbit is obviously the new animal. It's the child's favorite toy. And he's... he's quickly becoming unnew. Things are starting to fade away. And so he asked the skin horse. I don't know if you've ever seen a skin horse. They're kind of creepy animals. I don't know. It's hard to explain. They're like leather and a little bit of fuzziness. Um, So he asked asked the skin horse. He says, what is real? Does it mean having things that buzz inside you in in a stick handle? The horse answered, answered saying this. Guys, this is gold, so listen up to this. It's a thing that happens to you when a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with you, but really loves you, then you become real. It doesn't happen all at once. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't often happen to those who break easily or who have sharp edges or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you're real, most of your hair has been loved off, your eyes drop out, and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all because once you are real, you can't be ugly, except to people who don't understand. Once you become real, you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand. Psalm 139, 14. Write that in your notes right now. Most of you, probably all of you have heard this. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. It says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. You are unique, guys. You can't be ugly. You are unique in your own way. The things that matter, the things that last the things that, that make for a better reality not a fleeting fantasy are the things that, that take time to cultivate. You've got to work at those things. Things that require investment, that require perspective, don't happen immediately. It takes time. It takes a lot of time and a lot of conversation. It's a reality that cultivates inner attractiveness and an inner, inner appeal that has staying power. The looks don't have staying power, but, but the inner appeal, their, their character, their personality, their love for... For Christ, all those things. Those are things that will not fade. You can't sustain good looks. Even endless plastic surgeries can't keep age from doing what it's going to do. Like you're going to, you're going to get wrinkles. You're going to get, I mean, your muscles, guys, are going to get saggy eventually. That sort of stuff. It's going to, I don't know. It's just not going to last. We can make the decision when it comes to relationships and dating as to whether we pursue reality on the front the front end of these relationships, or if we get surprised by the reality in a rude awakening later on. So taking the time to dig deeper, to learn someone's character is worth the investment. You know, you know what you're going to get into when you wait. You know what you're going to get into when you take the time to learn the whole person. The relationship I'm in now, we talked for a while and, and she lives six hours away. And it's hard. It is. Like the distance, nobody likes distance. But it required us to just talk and get to know each other instead of just for the attractiveness, just the physical appearance. I love talking to her. We talk for like two or three hours on the phone sometimes. It's just, probably lost a man card there. Who cares? Um, But it forced me to get to know her for who she really is underneath. She's extremely beautiful. But she also loves Jesus. She's also a lot of fun. She's really funny. Great personality. Caring person. All these things. It takes time. This is, this is really basic stuff. Basic stuff to get a hold of, but probably you've heard it lots of times, right? You always hear, focus on the inside. Don't focus on the beauty. Love Jesus. All these things, right? And you're just like, oh, come on, I know. I know already. So it doesn't, it doesn't come immediately. It's going to take time. You become, you, you grow, okay? Not a lot of relationships will end with this as the mentality. You guys, I mean, if you, if you focus on the physical appearance, odds are that relationship is not going to last. I and mean, you're probably on the, on the worst end of the statistics in that area. The truth is, when we learn to pursue a lasting reality over fleeting fantasy, we're doing more than just looking for the right kind of person. We're becoming a better person in the process. It's going to be up on the PowerPoint. Looking for the right things is more than find us a more quality person to date. It makes us into a quality person ourselves. Guys, when it comes to messages from culture, culture tells us, hey, man, go for it. If you see a good-looking girl, go up, put a piece of gum in, and and kiss her. Go for it, go get her, grab life by the horns. That's not what we're saying, though. That's not biblical wisdom. Solomon is telling us this stuff thousands of years ago. And we could still afford to hear it today. Solomon knew where this was going. He was a man of a lot of wisdom, right? Because God gave him all the wisdom he wanted. So it's important that we listen to him. You become a better mate for the person you date. I'm a rapper, okay? A little inside knowledge of me again. I'm a rapper. Don't hate. (laughs) So so the question you need to ask yourself is this. How can you take proactive steps to ensure that your next relationship isn't another emotional train wreck where both parties get involved simply because it looked good at the time? How can you make sure that that does not happen? What are are the steps that you need to be intentional about to to make sure that the internal reality is a priority instead of the external reality? What can you do to, to, to fight the temptation to settle only for what you see instead of what is going on beneath the surface? How can you fight that temptation to only like someone for their, for their good looks, their good, their attractiveness, their personality, their smile, whatever it is? How can you fight those things? I mean, those are all questions you need to ask. And I wish I could answer every one of those individually for you guys, but for every one of you, it's probably different. There might be a few similarities, a few uh, general assumptions, but... You guys need to ask your leaders, ask your parents, those sorts of things, what you need to work on. Um, guys, this, this is going back to me now. Um, the relationship I was in at one point in my life, that's exactly what happened. I, I found out a girl liked me, and I thought she was attractive. And when I found out she liked me, I was like, oh, what? A girl likes me? And she's not my dog? <laughs> wow. I don't have to feed her. Those sorts of things. I found out she liked me, and I, I jumped in. I went head first for her. I didn't care about anything on the on the inside. I didn't care if she was faith faith based or not. In fact, I'm still not sure. I went headlong into this because I was attracted to her physical appearance, and I didn't care anything about about how her life was, how her family was, how her back backstory is, her background. I didn't care about her character. I saw many red flags. I just chose to ignore them. I'm sure a lot of you guys have been in that same situation before, and it ended up biting me in the tushy. I, I hit the dust hard on this. Because all these things that I wanted her to be, I put her on that pedestal. I was—I mean, I had her 20 feet above everyone else. I served her. I tried giving her everything in the end, it just wasn't good enough, and, and who she really was started to surface, and I saw these things, and I just thought I was, I was stuck with her and all these things, and, and finally it ended very badly. Ended very badly. So I, I care about you guys. I don't know every one of you personally, but I care enough for every one of you that, so you don't have to go through this. So listen. Listen to Solomon. Listen to me. Listen to Brad. Listen to your leaders when they tell you, yeah, beauty's good. I mean, it's good to, to date a person you're attracted to, but what matters inside that's what's going to hit you the hardest. When you're 50 years old, how are you going to be able to relate? I talked to a couple girls um, and my sister and old RA and some people about their long-distance relationships. And if they were traded for the world or anything, and most of them said no. All of them said no. Because it forced them to like them for their, for their integrity, their character, all these internal attributes. Instead of just having that person to, to walk around with you, to, to hug to hold, whatever it is. Because that's all, that's all I wanted. I just wanted that girlfriend. I never had a relationship before. I just wanted a girl. And so I went in and I got all that glory from it and everyone was happy for me and all these things and surprised I had a girlfriend and all that stuff because I'm crazy weird. But it ended up ending very badly. I learned a lot through it. And those of you who have been through something like this can probably say the same. But it's so important to make sure that they love Jesus, that they have good good attributes, Character. And those things, guys, when you know, if you're single tonight, don't tune me out either. If you're single, study and know what you want. Because what you want is what you're going to become. What you want in a woman, what you want in a man, is what you're going to strive for yourself. And then you're going to become a better man or woman for that that future partner. Because it's going to be the second most important decision you make of your life, besides whether or not you follow Christ. And make sure they follow Christ. So focus on that. I'm going to ask Eli to come up here. Guys, just know that what's on the inside is what's going to last. That's going to matter the most in your life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, thank you so much for tonight. I pray all these students were able to learn a lot and just apply this to their own life. And they would really be willing to fight this temptation to only date someone for, for their external attributes. So God, I pray for this night the rest of the night to go well and I pray for them to be able to open up in those things and, and God thank you so much for your glory and your love amen I need your love I need your time when everything's wrong you make it right I...